Partial planning, love it or hate it, we are talking with my friend Lauren Chumbly today about a process that works well for her. Welcome to the Refined Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Refined Podcast. Today, I have one of my good real-life friends, Lauren, with us. So... (laughs) Thank you for joining me. We're going to be talking about partial planning and I will let Lauren introduce herself here in just a second, but just to kind of like share why Lauren and this topic a couple years ago, I mean, this had to have been two, like maybe three years ago at this point, because last year doesn't exist. We were at a planner luncheon together and we were sitting next to each other and probably not paying attention to what we were supposed to. We were probably being rebels and just chit-chatting in the back and this came up partial planning and I I don't know like over the course of like five minutes all of a sudden it clicked and made sense for me and so this is a topic that seems to be involving a lot of trial and error for people and I think at times it is overthought and it's not a service that we all feel comfortable offering and so just want to preface with that right like if this works for you, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's fine. But for those of you that are interested, I think Lauren has some really good insight for us. So Lauren, yes, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Lauren Chumbly. I'm one of the owners of Eclipse Event Co. in Austin, Texas. And we are a wedding and corporate event planning company. Yes, yes. And you're also on the board of ILEA and super involved there and traveling for conferences and all of that. So like, yes. Lauren's pretty well educated and involved and I'm friends with Amber. <laughs> friends with me. Lauren's <laughs> her company is so so wonderful and successful here in Austin. So we're gonna have some good insight from Lauren. So Lauren, talk to me about yeah. partial planning and what was your catalyst for for doing it the way you do and kind of share, like give us the roadmap there. Yeah, great. I'm happy to do that. So when Christy, my business partner and I very first started, we definitely did not offer it. And I would say we started almost six years ago now. Uh, We started in April, 2015, and we only had event management and full service. And, you know, over time we got more volume of weddings and got more planners on board and we saw a need for some kind of hybrid At the company I was at prior to starting Eclipse, it was always custom, but it always seemed to have a base at it. And then she would add on hours. And so I wanted to kind of take that premise and package it. And so that's where partial planning came to be. That's how we started. I would say we brought it into the fold and on our brochure a little under two years into the business. And what do you see planners often doing as partial planning that you do different? I'm not sure. I I think the gap in the market was it didn't really exist or they identify, I think what I've seen before, maybe on forums online is that their partial planning includes a specific number that they dictate of meetings or certain services. Like it'll include budgeting and it'll include two phone calls or whatever it is. And with ours, the onus and the freedom of it is put on the client. 
It's their choice. It is 100% up to them. And that's definitely how I sell it. You're going to get a questionnaire and you can use your hours for this, this, and this, or you can use it for this, this, and this. You know, it's very much like, and I don't know if I'm dating myself and I really hope you get my reference, but it's like Captain Planet. Yes. <laughs> the power, power is yours. Yes. Okay. But explain to our listeners what you mean by hours. So like you have yes. a base, which is the way I understand it is like your event management and then they can add hours. So explain that a little bit more, like sell it yeah. to us the way you would sell it to a couple. No. And I think that's a really good way to ask it because it took a lot of fine tuning for me to come up with the verbiage, because just me personally, when I get an inquiry, it's 100% a fresh typewritten email. I really don't like copy pasting. And so I needed to come up with things that were a lot more concise. And so if somebody says, well, tell me about all of your package options, you know, that might sound a bit daunting. But so I start by telling them we have event management, which is like month of day of coordination. It's going to come with you know, this, this, and this, and we'll coordinate the wedding weekend. Then you have partial planning, which includes everything I just listed with event management, plus up to 20 pre-planning hours. That up to is key because you will not get credit. I mean, this is, I wouldn't word it like this to them, but you will not get credit if you only use 18 of the hours. You have the freedom to choose however you want to use them. We have a questionnaire that's built in with our HoneyBook platform and the client chooses it, but that's how I sell it is if they only inquired, cause they'll select a package when they fill out our online inquiry. And if they only select the mix, which is our partial planning, then, you know, I'll start from scratch and tell them, you know, what it includes. But if they need to know all three, then I'll start with event management and then I'll hop to the partial planning and say all that plus up to 20 hours. Yeah. And I want to go back to a word you use in there because I knew what you meant, but I just want to make sure that everyone knows me. You meant, you said 20 free hours and it's not free, like as in cost free so much as it's free to choose what is used in those hours. So just clarifying that for listeners, because you do, you are charging for the additional time and yes, not getting a credit if they only use 18 hours. So it's basically like use it or lose it. So Mm -hmm. and I I do want to clarify that with, and it might be your next question. I'm so sorry. Ask your question and then I'll... (laughs) No, well, I think I was going to say something different. I was going to ask how you keep them on track for like, do you ever have a couple that comes back and is like, oh, I didn't know I only used 15. Like, I want my, fi-, you know, and are you that? Do you have? I mean, no, we have never run into that. Yeah. No. You know, we've run into the people asking, you know, w- can we upgrade later? And I would say over the last like four years or three and a half years that we've been offering it, maybe four, I don't know, last year felt like 10 years, but we've maybe had like two or three people upgrade to full service. And so I think we've been pretty mindful of that, of making sure we're using our hours wisely. And I do tell clients, you know, I want to get the sale as a business owner. I want to get my planners a wedding on the books and I want to get our calendar full and have money in the coffer to be able to run our business. And with that, I think it's a good selling point is if they want, if they're, teetering between event management and partial planning, I can say, you know, for every one hour, it takes us to do something. It might take you like three or four hours. And I don't mean that lightly. And I don't mean that to make fun of them, but I I also really mean that. To back it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I was a fresh client and I was planning my first wedding and I looked at the knot and I had all these choices for photographers, I would be incredibly overwhelmed. Right. And so that's why I think it's really important 
to really relay that to the potential client is like, you may look at this as 20 hours, but that's 20 hours of our time, not your time. Yeah. Well, and like you said, I mean, it's 20 hours of my time versus 60 hours of yours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so one thing that works well for us when we're talking about it with couples is, well, first off, I'll say that when we started doing this, we started converting a lot of the event management inquiries into personal planning because there's the whole sales mindset of like having a high, medium and low. Mm-hmm. So these are people that like for sure are not going to do full service. Right. But mm-hmm we upsell them to the personal planning quite often. So it gave us a boost in income. We just saw a, a real shift in the economics there. And the way we explain it to them is like peace of mind, because yes, we give them an idea of like how those hours can be used and what the value is and, and whatnot. And so it's not necessarily an all our cart menu that they pull from. Most of the time, it's something that, I mean, there's a list just to kind of like spark the thoughts there, but the idea is that they run into something and call and be like, help take over. And then that's what, like, that's kind of how we talk to them about it. And it's, it's like a peace of mind package. It's like, Hey, it's not if, but when you're going to run into something and it's a busy week at work or you're getting promoted or you're moving or like, and like, you just can't be in 12 places at one time, but it, all those things have to get done. So yeah. let's get some good references in here. Like who are you going to call? Right? Like now we've got the Ghostbusters <laughs> in here. Like, <laughs> You know, we can't get together without being cheesy. So whatever. No, I Um, love it. But seriously, like who are you going to call? Like we have to, it's a peace of mind package. So Mm -hmm. they don't always know exactly up front how they will use every single one of those hours. But I think there's value in that. I think that sometimes we get in trouble when we start listing every little piece of service that a couple could get, because then that's when they micromanage or that's when they feel like maybe they didn't get the right service, like, or maybe their needs changed. And so out of the 10 things listed, they only needed eight in the long run. And then they like want to flip and be like, well, I want money back because you didn't do those two things. So we can talk about it as like peace of mind and value and coming to me when you, you know, decide you need it or use it or lose it. Like that means something to them. So talk to us about, you know, you have like, how many team members do you have now? I know that ebbs and flows, but yeah. Well, and and there was a little yeah, exactly. With COVID, there was definitely some turnover. But like, and, answer me at like your highest, like how many team members have you had at your peak? Well, I mean, technically right now, the three planners that we lost during COVID are still finishing out their wedding. So technically there's 10 of them, but I'm only booking and trying to fill calendars for seven right yeah. now. At our peak, there were eight of us, including me, myself and Christy, my business partner. But if I could go back to what you just said, if that's okay. Yes, yes. I'm okay. I kind of have a different mindset of a questionnaire for the mixed package. I am more, let's lay the groundwork now. And you are not beholden to the questionnaire that you fill out. But I kind of really like as someone managing a mixed package, going back and just verifying what they use their hours again, and they can just go in and and change it anytime they want. It's not a problem. But I would say we have over 25 choices on here of how to use it. And then a fill in the blank as well. And it could be a catering meeting. Yeah, a floral meeting, stationary meeting, transportation arrangements, room block setup, budget creation, budget maintenance, payment calendar, and reminders, contract review. That's like several of many that are on here. It's really whittled down. Well, that's good because then now the audience, the listeners have gotten two examples of how this can work. And yeah within a frame, like within an umbrella of like an overall, just like added on sort of thing. And 
let's talk about like workflows. How does this affect your workflows? Because when things are customized or they're not necessarily like an actual like package that like everyone goes through the exact same workflow, how do you stay organized? That's a really good question. I encourage my planners to download any time tracker apps. I think at one point with Android, I had Jiffy, but there's obviously a ton on, on the Apple in the Apple store or what have you, but that's, we reference the questionnaire a lot and it lives in the workspace on HoneyBook. So for the mix specifically, I think a monthly check-in on your own to see where you are with this client is good. And it's interesting that it's a hard feeling to be like, okay, Lauren, don't jump in and go to that meeting. Like don't volunteer yourself because they didn't select it. And they know that. And the expectation has been set. And they're very, I think at this point, knock on wood, our clients are very understanding of what they signed up for. And so we really haven't had at this time, knock on wood again, anyone come back and be like, oh, well, I selected this and this, but you know, you didn't do this and this. It's been a really nice meeting those expectations. Yeah. Well, and you have clear communication up front and, and yeah, that things are going to change and that's okay. And the point though, is that we're going to be with you throughout the process and provide you a wonderful wedding day. Like that's, mm-hmm. what, yeah, that's what they're going for. So just to give a different idea for the way our brains like all think differently. One thing that we do is we have an event management workflow and we have a full service workflow. And then, so for partial planning, what I'll do is I'll take my full service workflow and then I will just take things out that like, say they've already decided what they want to do if that makes sense or like I will take I will then I'll delete cells that have nothing to do with it they've hired me for and kind of like whittle it down to it's a little closer to what they've talked about so then I can follow it throughout and yeah that helps my brain like stay ahead of like what's coming up so there's so many different ways to do it but for sure anyone listening if you're going to do this you've got to have a workflow for it because otherwise Mm -hmm. you're going to have couples if you're new to customization, you're going to have couples doing so many different things. It's not as simple as like just going down your checklist that you might do for every couple, right? Like you're going yeah. to organize in a different way and find out how your brain thinks and works in this process. So, but I mean, it's totally doable. I agree. And Absolutely. it's worth doing. It is. So do you feel, I think one fear or one like pushback is Okay, well, how many full service couples could you have booked that then bumped down to partial planning? Do you ever feel like that's a thing? I think I had a conversation because I come from a really heavy sales background. That's what I did for 10 years before starting the company. And so to me, I don't like the conversation of let's book event management or sorry, let's book partial planning and then upgrade to full service later if you want. You know, I'm very much of the mindset, well, you're booking a year from now and those 20 hours, even if we are very smart with it, like that's 11 months of spreading out over 20 hours, like that already sounds like not enough when I word it that way, because I also know they will need it. They live out of state, you know, they're not going to visit more than once. And I do tell them those hours take place anytime between when you sign and 30 days prior to the wedding, because starting 30 days prior, we're not going to track emails and phone calls. We've got to get everything detailed and get the timelines in order. So it puts a book in to when they can use the hours, which helps kind of paint a picture of, oh, you know what? I think I might need more than 20 hours or that'll be enough for me. I only want to use it for check-in meetings and follow-ups, you know? Right, um, right. that makes sense. So I think that maybe answered your question. I, no, as no, far I as like, sure. yeah. No, I like that. I don't feel like we lose full service bookings to partial. I feel like more than anything, 
we bring event management bookings up to partial. I would totally agree. I think, like I said earlier, I'd rather land a sale. We've had people who have teetered on partial planning and full service and then ended up going to partial planning. And I'm okay with that because maybe they were looking at other planners as well who had a lower rate for full service. And I'd rather them, again, book our planners because I do have a lot of mouths to feed, you know, a lot of people on the team. And I want them to get a fair rate for their time. And for me, filling, they're only going to get two weddings a month regardless. And I would rather it be partial planning. Regardless of like level. Yeah. Yeah, Regardless of level, because I don't want them to be overwhelmed with their work and feel burnout. And I don't want them to take a long time to get back to their clients. No, that's really good boundary to have. Mm -hmm. No. And, and so as anyone's listening to this, if you're listening and you're like, huh, that doesn't work for like, there's so many different business models. Mm-hmm. And Lauren and I do things pretty differently, but even within this, like we've just found some success. And so one, one thing I would encourage is like, talk to other, other planners about this. Like have a real conversation about how this could work. Like Lauren and I are direct competitors, but we do this so differently and mm-hmm. found ways that make it work for like our particular business models. So hopefully if nothing else, like my thought and hope for this podcast is to like get some wheels turning and like open the door, like reopen the door for partial planning. I feel like it's kind of gotten, I don't know what, I don't want to say it's gotten a bad rep or like kicked to the curb or whatever, but like, I feel like it's getting a little like, oh, dismissed or like, oh, that doesn't work. And so I want to, I want to encourage exploring this model because I had tried a lot of the other things that I see people talk about and educate on and those didn't work. And this just like was a light bulb. It made sense. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. And both of our, <laughs> we're down the street from each other and both of our companies are doing just fine. So yeah, it's not like community over competition is huge. And I think that you can really learn from each other and, and yeah. So Lauren, as we begin to start to wrap up, do you have any more that you want to add anything like you put in your contract that would be like a good nugget for anybody or yeah. Any other things you want to add? Well, I did want to add, um, yeah, my numbers, (laughs) because I pulled the numbers, but also I did want to add, you know, I did see the feedback on the message boards about people saying, oh no, I only do event management and I, or I only do full service. And I do encourage them to kind of see if they can fill the gap. You know, like we were saying, you can upgrade event management to partial planning and increase your bottom line, but uh, you know, it's going to take more of your time. And if, if you are a, a solopreneur and you're the only planner on your team, then then yeah, you may want to have a good balance of just partial or of just event management and just full service. Yeah. But if you're like my, you know, you and me, we need to fill the calendar for quite a few planners. And so that's why it's important to have that variety and cast a wider net. I did want to touch on what I was saying, I would come back to earlier, is it really was kind of not a tap dance. It was kind of a game to play, a guess and check of making sure when you price it that you can get event management and we have done clients who get event management and add on like five pre-planning hours. And so they're going to add pre-planning hours at a hundred dollars an hour. At what point does that just not make sense? Because after 10 hours, they've already paid the same as partial planning. And so, but Christy and I, we wanted to raise the rate for principal for our planner, Stacy. And then it was like, there's no differentiation in the partial planning price like we just basically realized we needed to increase our hourly rate 
because there needs to be a, a benefit as well for them to see to pay for partial planning, even if they don't think they're going to use all 20 hours. It's already a benefit if they know they're going to need more than 10. Yes. No, totally makes sense. So we do our event management, which we probably need to start raising here, is $2,500. And then Mm -hmm. they can add, our partial planning is that they can add 10 hours. And then we charge $3,500 for it. So like that's a big economic difference. And sometimes they use all 10 and sometimes they don't. And what we were finding is that that 10 turn, like, I don't think scope creep was much of an issue for us anymore because of the way we communicate clearly. But if there were going to be scope creep, that 10 hours just kind of like captures it. They're like, they'll come and ask us to do something, forgetting about the 10 hours. And we're like, yeah, is that what you want to use your 10 hours for? And we're like, oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> just kind of scope creep. Yeah, I think, um, for us, we, you know, if they're going to drop down to event management in the last six months, I've just said, you know what, like, because things can sometimes take longer because you want to get it really detailed, then there's no point in just adding event management plus one hour. So I've kind of drawn a line in the sand and be like, if you want to do it this way, it's a minimum of five hours. And I really haven't received any pushback on that, but I think it's also helpful to get people to partial planning because at that point you just, you know, they're going to use those hours. And then no, what's that? It's more practical for them in the long run. I mean, we know that they're going to ask and use it. How many times does an event management couple come into our inbox and realize they need more? With a random question or yeah, yeah, it's like, I need you to go to this meeting. Yes, a lot. Okay. So now for my numbers. Now this is for 2021. I want to clarify. I did not, I counted all weddings. I did not differentiate if they were rescheduled or if they were new. And keep in mind, again, there's three planners that are not taking new weddings, but they're going to finish out their weddings this year. So, so far we have 99 weddings for 2021 over basically 10 planners right now. We have 44 event management, 25 partial planning, 30 full service. Mm -hmm. So 25%, it's not going to be a majority, but it's a pretty significant number. 25% of all of our weddings are partial planning. That would be money you're leaving on the table if you're only offering event management and full service because there's clearly a demand for this package option there is yeah our numbers are i I didn't look at our numbers before going into this but like thinking through it off the top of my head and of course we always want to like exaggerate our numbers right that was a big we were like oh dang Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it really did fill a lot of the calendar in a way that i mean that we that we would have booked them for event management sure but we got more money out of them So yeah. do and it, got more help. do it people. If this is, if this is a remote interest to you, like just explore it, try it. It's really not a whole lot more work to put into your, into your business. I mean, it's just, Hey, here's my event management plus 10, 20 hours or whatever. Like mm-hmm. super easy to start. You know, it's like read through your whole website and all this stuff. So, okay. Lauren, thank you for Amber. I love spending time with you. <gasps> Me too as well. Thank oh. you. So everyone, as we wrap up, thank you so much for listening. Partial planning seems to require so much trial and error. And I just, I really do hope that this episode gets your wheel spinning and that it's, you know, maybe it's an area of service that creates a boost for you and your company. So be sure to like, share, and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram. Leave a screenshot in your stories of you listening to the episode. Uh, You can find me at Refine for Wedding Planners on the gram.
Okay, bye friends. I will see you next week. Bye.